0: Chagiget of Yud, Chesam and number one, were at the top of the Ahmed by the Mishnah. Now we need to know that there was a rabbinical enactment that there could be Tumas Yadayim. What this means is, is generally speaking, when a person becomes Tomei, or spiritually impure, a person or an object, generally speaking on a biblical level, the entire object will become Tomei, or the entire person will become Tomei. The rabbis, for several reasons, made enactments about the Tumas yedaim that the hands themselves could become Tomei. Now this can happen either by actually touching something which is Tomei or even perhaps even if one doesn't know for sure that he touched something which is Tomei one has to assume that he did and therefore the hands are biblically, uh, uh, rabbinically speaking uh, spiritually impure. To solve this problem one either has to uh, ha- submerge them in a mikvah or wash them. Now the status of the hands these impure hands will be the level of a sheni latuma, which means that potentially something they touch could become either a shlishi or then even maybe a revi latuma, depending on the level of the object that you're touching. So the Mishnah is going to go into those, into that, the, the, the differences of the things that one might touch. So let's start. Noitlin <inaudible> Yadaim, one should wash their hands, lechulin ulamayse ulatuma. So, if one wants to interact with chulin, unconsecrated food, or ma'isa, this is talking about ma'isa sheni, which is of a slightly higher level of kedusha, and l- truma, and truma, which is of a higher level, then one has to wash their hands to get rid of the spiritual impurity. Ulekodesh, but if somebody wants to interact with their hands with koidesh which is sanctified sacrificial food then mat bilin he has to submerge his hands in a mikvah so again there are two ways of dealing with it if one is interacting with the first um, levels then one has to just wash their hands but if he's interacting with koidesh he has to actually submerge his hands in a mikveh in order to allow him to touch that food ulachatos if he wants to get involved in the mei khatas, the chatus waters, which were the waters that were used for the ashes of the Paraduma. That's like the highest level that the Mishnah is going to be discussing. There, im nit yadav nit magufoy. There, if his hands become tamay, his whole body becomes tamay. So therefore he would have to completely submerge his entire body in a mikvah before engaging with the mei khatas. Now, what is the intention that a person should have when he's having a mikveh? So it depends. Tov if his intention when he was going into the mikveh was just to purify himself on the level that he can engage with chulen, then huqzak he's taken care of that, but asr l'maysa, he would not be on a level of purity that would allow him to interact with miser. So too, as we climb up the ladder of stringency, tovel la if he had a mikvah, but he only had in mind to purify himself to be able to interact with miser, then huxak la he strengthened himself to be able to interact with Meiser. But also but it wasn't of a high enough level to be able to interact with truma. Similarly, tov if his intention in the mikveh was to purify himself for truma, that that sufficed for truma. But it's aser Koidesh. he's not allowed to um, engage with kodesh. And Koidesh, but aser If he had in mind to purify himself for kodesh, that works, but doesn't work for him to be able to um, interact with the chatas, the mechatas. Even though, and this is the chiddush of the Mishnah, the act itself is exactly the same. It's the same mikveh, it's the same activity that one does, complete submersion, but because he didn't have in mind for the highest level or the higher level, he is forbidden from interacting on that higher level. What about tovel What about if the person had in mind the highest level, of stringency, so let's say he went into the mikvah with intention to purify himself on the level that he can engage with the mechatas, for example, the highest level. Then obviously mutalakal, he would be allowed to then interact with the lower level, either kodesh truma meisa, or at the bottom we have chulin. What happens if he has a mikvah, but he had absolutely nothing in mind? He just went swimming. He didn't actually have in mind for any purity. Says the Mishnah, it's as if he didn't mikvah at all. Now, another rule is that we have to assume that the clothing of an unlearned person, an Amha'aretz, has a certain degree of tumah. So... The Mishnah is going to teach us that big day Amhaaretz that the clothes of an Amhaaretz is considered midras is considered like as if a person who is a zav walked on them which means that they get a, a certain level of tumah in these clothing in this clothing but it's only considered midras that level of tumah leprushin for somebody who is um, very very careful uh, the the prushin were people who even their chulin. They were very careful to eat in a status of tahara of purity. So, because they were machmir on themselves, they have to treat if they ever touch the item of an item of clothing that belongs to an amaretz. It's considered midras, which will impart a tumah on these people, and therefore they would have to take care of that before they engage in their in their uh, interact with their food, even chulim. Big day prushin. That's the lowest level. Big Day Prushim, the clothing of the Prushim, these are the people who were, who were a machmir, strict on themselves to eat even their chulin in a status of Tahara, but their clothing is considered midras, la'ochle truma, the people above them in level of stringency are the kohanim, the people who eat the truma. So, if a kohen touches the clothing of a person who's one of the prushim, he has to consider it as if it's Midras, tumas Midras, and therefore he would have to take care of his, truma, his Tumma before eating truma. Big de oichle truma. As we climb up, the clothing of people who eat truma is considered Midras la is considered tome for somebody who eats Koidesh, and big de kodesh. The clothing of a person who eats Kodesh is considered midras the lechatus for somebody who's engaging in the mechatus. So what we're seeing is, is even though on their level, their clothing is obviously pure, and they can continue to engage in their activity, for example, eating Truma or eating Kodesh, but for the level above them, that person needs to be careful not to... Um, impurify himself with that lower level person's clothing. Yosef ben Yo'ezer So to illustrate this point Yosef ben Yo'ezer was one of the most pious members of the Kahuna Nevertheless his napkin would be considered Midras the Kiddush. Right? his napkin would be considered tome for somebody who wanted to engage with Kodesh, the level above. And Yochanan ben Gudgeda haya al And Yochanan ben Gudgeda was so exemplary in his Tahara that he would eat ev- everything he ate would be eaten as if it was Kodesh, meaning he would purify himself even when eating chulin. That, that he was on the level of purity to eat Kodesh. Kol yomov, every day of his life, for But nevertheless, his napkin would be considered midras lachatus, would be considered impure for somebody on the level of engaging with the me'chatas. So just to summarize the Mishnah, what we saw was is that there is there's a tumas yadaim, and for the first four levels, or first three levels, khul and and truma, uh, it suffices just to wash their hands. If one wants to interact with Kodesh, one would have to submerge their hands in a mikveh. And if he wants to engage with the Mechatus, he would actually have to mikveh his entire body. Um, if, if the intention of the person going into the mikveh was only for a lower level interaction, i.e., chulin or maisa or truma, then he would not be a, a purified on a level. Um, above that. So if he had in mind to have a mikvah for chulin, he would not be then allowed to engage with meiser. Or meiser would not be allowed to engage with with truma, truma would not be allowed to engage with kodesh, and kodesh would not be allowed to engage with Mechatis. We said if he has no intention whatsoever, it's as if he didn't mikvah. Then we mentioned the Tumma on clothing, and we said that the clothing of an Amaretz should be considered midras for those people who eat their Chulin in a status of Tahara, and those people's clothing would be considered midras for the people above them who eat Truma. Those people's clothing would be considered midras, Tameh, for the people who eat Kodesh, and those people's clothing would be considered Tameh, midras for the people who engage with the Mechatas. And we illustrated that with the case of Yosef ben Yoeza, who was exemplary, nevertheless, for the people above him, it, his clothing would be tomei. And similarly, we had Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudguda, who was also exemplary in his level of ta- tahara. Nevertheless, his clothing or his napkin would be considered midras tomei for the people who were interacting with the meichatus.